0: Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the ALM Fitness Podcast. Now, in today's episode, we're going to talk about recovery tactics—things that you can do to make sure that you recover in the best way possible from your workouts um, and from you know, vigorous exercise that you're doing. Because that what happening or well, what's happening in our body when we when we're doing vigorous exercise is that we are we are kind of harming our body in a way, but in a good way. Um, we're Causing these microscopic tears in our muscle fibers, and we're causing this damage to our muscle fibers. And it's the process of rebuilding that that that, that damage that that actually causes our body to kind of overcompensate and gain or a better level of strength or muscle mass um, to kind of combat that in in future from happening. So. We're going to talk today about how you can best recover in the short term from these things, such as, you know, this kind of DOMS feeling, delayed onset and muscle soreness after a workout. I'm sure you're all aware of that. Um, and we're going to talk about what is good and what potentially you might want to stay away from or what's more kind of gimmicky, um, so to speak. So first of all, let's look at what we know is the is the right thing and the good thing to do for in terms of recovery. And number one, and by the way, I apologise, these aren't going to be very sexy, but they, I'm going to talk about why they're important. And. Uh, So, they're not gonna be things like magical, uh, magical kind of tablets or magical, um, you know, certain things that you can do or you can take to speed up your recovery. No, a lot of it is gonna be the things that you already know, but we're gonna talk about the importance of them today. Number one is sleep, without a doubt. This is probably the most important. Um, in terms of recovery tactics, making sure that you have your sleep on point is going to be vital for you recovering uh, and recovering well. So, what do I mean by that? Well, making sure you're getting enough sleep, first of all, would be kind of my baseline thing that I'd be making sure I've got down when I'm thinking about my recovery. So, so you know, you're going, you know, when you're going to bed and you're getting into bed and, and turning the lights off, and then you'd also know when you're, you're getting up, making sure that that is allowing for at least seven hours in between those two times. Um, obviously if your kind of patterns of working or something differ then you can you can make some of that time up maybe with naps throughout the day but that's for a different more in-depth discussion Um, so sleep very important but also not just having enough sleep good quality sleep you can have enough sleep you can be in bed for maybe even 10 hours if you want to but that doesn't necessarily mean you're getting good restful sleep and a good night so what we need to do is we need to focus on our sleep hygiene we need to make sure that the room we're sleeping in is nice and cool and is dark enough for us to get to sleep we need to make sure we're winding down before we get to bed and that we have a good sleep schedule that our sleep Times are roughly the same every day and we don't wake up and go to bed at completely different times every day. Otherwise that could also negatively impact your sleep as well as other lifestyle things such as stress and anxiety and things like that that might have a a negative impact if if those kind of levels are quite high. So sleep, very, very important for recovery because this is where our body does most of our recovery and our rebuilding because it's not using its resources on moving around and thinking and all of these different things that we do during the day. So very important to have that sleep. Um, lockdown and something we really focus on. Number two, and this is in really kind of no particular order, but number two, um, we're going to talk about food and, and what to eat and, and drink in and around your training before and after. Now, you probably notice I said bef- before the training there because that is equally as important as after when it comes to your recovery, right? Because if you don't properly fuel yourself for your workout, well, then the workout itself is going to suffer and then you might end up, you know, Maybe even getting injured or lifting with poor technique because you've got no energy, you feel weak, and you try and go for your normal weights or something along those lines, and that is obviously going to then impact your recovery. So, making sure that we're well hydrated and that we have a good amount of fuel in us before our workout. Now, if you work out in the morning, that's fine. I'm talking as well about the night before; that counts when it comes to fueling your workout. So, make sure you have a good kind of hearty dinner, and you're getting in a good amount of carbohydrates throughout the you know the day before or hours before your workout. Um, so really, really important that we we are, we are consuming a good amount of food in and around our workout. And obviously after, we know that it's very important then to get in a good source of protein at least a couple of hours, within a couple of hours after your workout. Um, don't worry if you can't do that. You know, obviously the sooner the better, but it doesn't really matter. It's not going to make a huge difference. And also just some carbohydrates as well. Now, what I'm saying, you can basically kind of um, break that down and say it is good enough just to have a good big meal after your training maybe an hour or two after your training that would be good a good way of refueling but making sure that we're not just training and then going hours without food uh, or, or water you know we're not hydrating we're not fueling up um, because then how, how do we almost expect our body to to recover optimally from the training if we're not providing it with the resources and the building blocks that it needs to to recover so very important to think about our diet as well and making sure we're fueling ourselves and before um, and after our workout and obviously during making sure we're keeping hydrated as well um, is very important. Other than that, one important factor that's often overlooked is going to be your, your mental state and your kind of your stress levels. Um, this is really important when it comes to recovery. More stressed people uh, tend to recover slower from, from workouts and tend to also not build muscle as effectively and not lose fat as effectively. So if you're highly stressed, highly anxious, um, you know, and you're not already taking measures to, to kind of um, or approaches to to counteract that or to in some way whether it be you know it might might be a particularly difficult time in your life for example um you know maybe you're stressed at work with a project you've got coming up or, or something along those lines um but at least you know if we are proactive about it we can say we're doing something to help our stress or anxiety and then that will then positively hopefully impact our training so any reductions in stress that you can get um that will translate to, to benefits in your training and, and better recovery times as well. Don't be completely disheartened if it's a stress and anxiety or, or something else or a mood change that is out of your control or something that you're finding hard to get on top of. Um, it doesn't mean you're not going to get any results from the gym or, or your fat loss journey is going to go to, to rubbish. That's, that's absolutely not true. It just means that, um, you know, it, it's not going to be potentially as effective as if we were more in more of a relaxed state um, a bit more often because our kind of all those, all those kind of relaxed relaxing hormones and, and less stress hormones and all of those are in check and our body's just in a better state to, to recover from our exercise. So those kind of three things I mentioned there, um, the kind of sleep, the diet and, and, and stress uh, levels, all really important to keep on top of other than that, we do have other things that we can do that might help us recover. I'm thinking things like, uh, you know, some of these things have less evidence to them, but you you might have seen those kind of massage guns in in the past or, um, you know, different types of, um, I suppose, supplements you can take. And all of these different things we can do, hot and cold exposure, all these different things. But the research out there is fairly limited or, or potentially not that uh, or definitely not as extensive as it is for the things that we know we should be doing, like getting in enough sleep, like fueling ourselves, um, and like keeping it nice and relaxed. Uh, and doing and, and kind of focusing on that self-care as well. So hopefully this has been a useful podcast. I know, again, it wasn't a very sexy one. I didn't talk about the secret to, to recovering really quickly. Uh, but to be honest with you, the secret is in consistently doing the things that we all know we should do. Um, you'd be shocked at the amount of people who don't. Um, and even I would say I don't do some of those things as regularly as I should. And I'm sure you don't as well. Um so just by doing those things consistently, you are already putting yourself in a bracket of, I don't know, the top 5% or whatever of people who are going to be recovering really well because you've got those things consistently, you're on you're consistently on top of those things uh, when most people aren't. So um, that's the advice. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that and we'll be back, of course, next week with another podcast. Thanks for listening.